Somebody say Lady Coco Song 3. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Lady Cougars on 3 podcast. Today, we have another cougar chat for you. And I'm your girl, Sherry. Hey, it's Asia. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Leslie. Okay, so for today's episode, we're going to talk about mental health. And yeah, who wants to get us started? I'll start. So my kind of is, is more so a phrase, but your thoughts on said phrase, mental health after a bad breakup, what do you do? What's a good way to handle it? Um, maybe speaking from your own personal experience, you know, your highs and your lows, but how did you maintain? How did you manage and give some advice to the people out there? I will say <laughs> that mental health after like, it really Depends on what kind of breakup we're talking about. Okay, so, yeah, you're right. So I would say to differentiate, I would say a, a basic ba- breakup, basic relationship, not a marriage, so not a divorce. I mean, you can incorporate that into your thoughts as well, but more so just after a relationship breakup. Um. So with all of them, I need a moment. I need a, at least a day of... Mm-hmm me boohooing and sulking in my misery. Correct. And then I get need to get my ass back up <laughs> and and pull it together. Um, but like a, after a basic breakup, I definitely need a time, a, a chance to like process it and to really understand where, where we went wrong, what happened, because I think what affects my emotions is going to be, well, who called this off? Was this mutual? Was this me? Was this, was this him? Um, what was the reason that led to this and what lessons have I learned? So that's a part of the, the mental health portion for me is that after any lost period, I take, uh, take a moment to kind of evaluate the situation and find and begin the process because they're not always going to come immediately, but start the process of figuring out, well, what lessons am I taking from this? Mm-hmm. Um, but I do recognize that initially I need a day of after the world. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. For me, I uh, I agree. I need a good cry, a good boohoo. I might boohoo all day. But I also, because I'm an extrovert, so I like being around friends. So if I have anyone that's around who's like, okay, I'm there, um, that can come over. Um, I know I had a bad breakup a few years ago, and my best friend came over, and our other friend came over. <laughs> Shout out to Jamie and Braxton. And um, I think Jamie brought tequila and Wingstop, lemon pepper, all flats, blue, extra crispy. Um, and we listened to Big Frida's Christmas album, which was... Was it Christmas when this happened? It was, it was. Okay. It was. Like, was it July? <laughs> it was, it was just before Christmas. So it was like within a week of Christmas. Yeah, and just, you know, twerked, cried, yelled. You know, boohooed, called my mama, cried, cursed, yelled, and had to get that out of my system. And then after that, sleep is also great. Sleep blocked the numbers. And I think you both kind of bring up good points, which would be like my next follow-up is, you know, a lot of people... 
well, not a lot of people, let me not say that, but I, I want people to understand that it's okay to take the time to process what actually happened yeah. instead of jumping right into the next thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, it takes time for these things to happen, especially if you were in a long relationship. Like it's, your feelings are not going to turn off just like that. If it was a like a legit relationship, not a situation ship, those are completely different in my opinion. But if it was like a legit real relationship, then I feel like, you know, your feelings aren't going to immediately turn off to the, to the point where you just jump into something without actually processing it, going through the steps of understanding what happened, who played, what was, not even who played a role, what was your role? Mm-hmm. in the demise of the relationship because it's not always just on that one person or even the person who broke off the relationship it's not necessarily just all on them so just and 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 I know I said like relationship versus divorce but if you think about a divorce you know there is a group they say divorce is worse than death so it's like if you think about it in that regard it's like there is a grieving process mm-hmm. so what is it nine steps of grief like, is that, or is it seven okay. steps or even something like that? So it's like, there are steps, there yeah. are steps to take so that you can come out of it a more, a healthier person. Like Leslie said, taking lessons that you can then carry on to your next relationship. So you're not repeating the same mistakes because you did have a role in the demise of the relationship. And, and in situationships too. Um, Cause even still, you look, our, our well, a broken heart. It doesn't, yeah, yeah. A letdown is a letdown. Maybe like the the length of your grieving process is definitely shorter, potentially with a situationship than it is with a full relationship versus a divorce. Um, but I, yeah, the steps. I think it depends on the. Well, for me, it would depend on the length of the the length of time of the situationship. Yep. Me personally, but yeah. So and I the think emotional said, connection. Yeah, I think there's like levels to each step, the situationship, the relationship, and then like if there was an actual marriage, there's different levels that you could take to kind of pull yourself out of the process, go through it and move on. And I think that when you don't address those things that it leads to bitterness and it not only affects your next relationship, it affects all of your relationships because that bitterness starts to carry over. Hello. So, um, and you're right. There are the nine stages of grief, um, and and divorce is definitely um, any loss. Period. I think that you have to, whether it's a loss of job, whether it's a loss of uh, of someone physically, um, a, a breakup, anything, losing a losing a key. <laughs> like anytime you lose something, you kind of have to process that. And there's just different levels, like you said, of how you process it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the key is that you have to process it. Yes. And when you don't, right. that's when it's right. a problem. Yeah. That's the problem. And another step for processing for me, um, I write what's what I like. I affectionately refer to as hey girl letters, <laughs> which um, I don't send them, but it's a letter. It's especially if I'm ruminating and I'm up late at night and I'm thinking through all of these scenarios and, you know, the breakup is sudden or something to that effect then what I would do is write a letter down, write out all of my feelings. And it's like, even if it's cussing, if it's whatever, it's like, hey, I didn't like it when you da 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 How dare you da 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 All the stuff I did, but da 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 This is what you did, write it out. Yeah. You don't have to send it, 
but I promise, write it out. It's cathartic. And then if you want to delete it, burn it, whatever, do that. And that's a good point. Like you said, you have your list of what you did and mm-hmm. what they did. Even if it wasn't in right. like a letter form, even if you just wanted to take your process out of your head and onto paper, it's like, you know, it's almost like if you're starting something new and you have a new idea and it's like, okay, let me write out all right. the things, the pros over here, the cons over here. But it's like the same idea. It's like, okay, I went through this thing. Let me write out what the issue was. Let me see it with my own two eyes and let me take right. it out of my brain. So that way I can say, dang, like I really played a role in this. Mm-hmm. Like I really had a hand in the breakup or the ending of the relationship. So let me, now that I can see what it is, let me start to work on that within myself. But a lot, I, I feel like people kind of miss that point of seeing what it is that they did wrong and working on that instead of just jumping into the next situationship, the next person who looks at them and thinks they're cute. And they're like, oh, here's my number. But it's like, oh, you ain't that what, what was over here. And then you're right. carrying that into the next thing, into the next thing, into the next thing. So I think for me, another major key is also forgiveness. And that's forgiveness of the partner, but also forgiveness of myself and recognizing like a lot of people forgive with uh, an expectation of receiving something back from the other person. But forgiveness has nothing to do with them. Forgiveness is for you. So, um, you know, a lot of times we forget that. And that also leads to that bitterness, that anger, Mm -hmm. um, but also forgiving yourself. starts to eliminate that guilt that you feel when things don't work out because that's a common thing too is well dang this didn't work out I did the, you can't it's not always one person right. there was something along the way that you did there was something along the way that they did Absolutely. um but don't harbor so much on that don't don't make yourself feel so guilty mm-hmm. that you you beat yourself up so bad that it just it just causes so many right so many other issues so again a part of that process um, is, is that forgiveness. And like, like Sherry, I'm a crier too. And so me crying is not necessarily sadness. Right. It's, it's, it's a release for me. It's cathartic. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so I cry, I'm a cry when I'm happy. I'm a cry when I'm mad. Hello. I'm a cry when I'm sad, all of the things. And so it's important, you know, to realize that that thing is therapy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, and I I know for myself when I when I haven't had a good cry, my body is just so heavy. And I'm just like, yeah. I just need that thing to just it's like you said, that release. Mm-hmm. You're releasing. Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. If you're the if, and be kind to yourself. Even if you are the the if you're the break up er or the break up e <laughs> be kind to yourself, right? It's like mm-hmm. You know, you don't necessarily have to be like, well, what did I do? What did things go wrong? Where did I go wrong? Be nice to yourself. You know, take the time, breathe, relax, cry, do all the other things that, you know, we've mentioned to do, you know, do some of your favorite things and just be nice to yourself. Something else that I did, I went and got, you know, a good pedicure. Y'all been to my my spot. (laughs) You got a pedicure? A pedicure. I'm like, got a pedicure. Okay. <laughs> we got a pedicure. Mind you, I was boohooing in the pedicure thing, but mm-hmm. I felt good yeah. afterwards. Yeah, that's a part of the process, too. Yeah. It's like it's starting to 
starting to feel like yourself, starting mm-hmm. to really get right. in tune with the things that you enjoy doing and getting back mm-hmm. to that. And I think that will help build that like healthy mental state because yeah. a breakup can be a breakdown. It can break down your body, your spirit, uh, your everything. And so once you start to really pull yourself out of that, then, then you really start to feel alive again. You start to really feel like yourself. And then that that leads you to the, putting one foot in front of the other and realizing that, you know what? This was probably good. We probably needed to break up. Like you, who, who whatever the situation was, like it probably needed to happen. I'm better for it. I, I now, I'm clear, I'm open. And now I can move on. And, and like I said, you got to be careful with mismanaging those feelings because if it, it will start to seep into other areas of your life, because I definitely went through that where I was going through so much in my marriage that it started to affect my work, my my work ethic <laughs> and anyone like to the point that I was pulled to the side. I'm like, you are just not yourself and something else is going on that has nothing to do with here and you need to gather your life mm-hmm. and yeah. having people who, you know, also hold you accountable um, is definitely helpful. And for me, like, I need someone that's going to be like, all right, you can have your, you need to hear your day, go on ahead and get day. it out and get out your system. But all right, now let's get, yep. get it right. So, yes. you know, I, I oftentimes see people allowing friends to wallow in that misery for way too long. Correct. Um, and so, you know, those things, having a good village, Mm-hmm. and support system is also very um very important mm-hmm. when dealing with that with mental health of any stage any loss of any stage grief of mm-hmm. any stage you know you gotta have the right support system agreed all right well ladies that was great mm-hmm. anything else to add Nothing else to add. <laughs> I, mean, I mean i think i think just talking about it is something that's not done enough yes so hopefully i mean for me this was even this was therapeutic Mm-hmm. you know, in reflecting on, it made me really think back, like, what did I do to get out of those, those places? So, yeah. yeah. And even as Leslie back. just said, Leslie just said, this was therapeutic for her, but mm-hmm. also remember that you can always actually speak to a therapist mm-hmm. if you're struggling in any of those areas after a bad breakup. Mm-hmm. Jerry's snapping it up. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, these tips don't even just apply to a bad breakup. They could apply to, you know, a loss of a job, you know, mm-hmm. even a loss of a loved one. Any sort of loss is a, is a form of trauma, you know, mm-hmm. and when you go through a form of trauma, you do need some time to recoup and to heal yourself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the more important thing is, you know, not to wallow and get you know stuck but take time to yourself to grieve and you know and go through the steps necessary to get through that process and be okay with not being okay amen just amen. don't stay there and don't set a you know a timeline to say okay well i need to be over this in two weeks right uh-huh. that's not how it works <laughs> and don't be afraid to talk about it a lot of times as african-american especially women we repress a lot we hold a lot we are trying to do so much that we don't you know you know it's like I told a friend who recently lost someone like they were trying to find the lesson and I'm like sometimes honestly God has to say listen you've been carrying too much and I needed you to see that I'm here for you right sometimes we have to be broken down to be built back up Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm amen Leslie snap that Leslie coming through Well, that concludes today's Lady Cougar chat. Thank you for 
chitting, chatting, and spilling with us. Chitting, chitting, <laughs> chitting, chitting. chitting. <laughs> Remember, you can follow us on all social medias. Bloop at Lady Cougars on three, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of that. Um, and again, check out for our podcast or our excuse me, not even our podcast, our playlist. It was the other p word, Bloop playlist <laughs> on Spotify. Okay, all our bar pod, all of our playlist slap. Are you aware? <laughs> I'm struggling to get the word out, but the playlist be going. Okay. All right. And <laughs> we'll see you on the next episode. So ladies, you ready to toast it up? Yes. 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 Right. Lady cry. Cougars on three. One, two, three. Lady, Lady Cougars. Cougars. <laughs> Somebody say Lady Cougars on three.